This episode is brought to you in partnership with Chew Chicago. Chicago and no. Hey. hey. 77 Flavors on location. Haven't, t- haven't said that in a long time. Oh, my God. Because we've been, we always on location pretty much. <laughs> she hates that, just so that you know, Wendy. Uh, <laughs> she, she hates that. Uh, so, throwback. Um, but uh, we are outside uh, here in Hyde Park on 53rd Street. Yep. Probably one of the hardest places to find a parking spot. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, it's a beautiful day out here. Um, this episode is not sponsored by uh, Starbucks. However, right, don't look at that. <laughs> but if they want to, we'll take the money. However, we we not shying away from nothing. Yeah, uh, we will take it. <laughs> um, Wendy, we got we do trivia before we start. Before we get everything going, right. we do some trivia. I'm gonna see how much people know um, or whatever. This is mm-hmm. a this one might be a tough one okay, for people. Let's hear it. Okay, um, let's but you, they should know because if you listen to the first the first episode here in Hyde Park, I talked about this. Okay. Uh, trivia okay. for the day. What world's first happened in this community area mm. on December 2nd, 1942? World's first? World's, world's first. first. What world's first? 1942. Yeah, December 2nd. Yeah. Damn, that's me dropping shit. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, what world's first? Anybody know? Well, aren't you gonna do the little music and then we come back? Yeah, yeah, we, I mean, <laughs> the little, the little blah 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 music. You mean our <laughs> intro? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll play the intro. Uh, How's it go? Yeah. No, it's not. It doesn't. You'll hear it now. Yeah, you go hear in a second. Uh, matter of fact, yeah. seventy-seven flavors of Chicago start right now. This is the podcast where we visit all 77 of Chicago's historic neighborhoods and discuss their heritage and taste the amazing food. And if you know anything about us, we love two things, food and Chicago. So I can't wait to burn this gas money. You ready? Let's get it. This is the 77 Flavors of Chicago, the podcast. Hey. Hey. Gave y'all some time to think. Okay. 1942. (laughs) Uh, what is listener? You had you had about 30, 45 seconds right there to say, Google on your phone. Okay, so here, here's, <laughs> here's this is we are mid World War II. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we World are mid World War II. There, we definitely mid World War II. World War II. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Railroads already that's established. Actually a, that's a good thought process. That's where I was going. Right. With it. Yeah, yeah. Railroads already established. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What is happening? What this, is happening? I mean, this this used to be the entire South Side. Yeah. And it was a vacation spot yeah. for look, people. Look High at Park, her. High Park was an experiment. Okay. Yeah. Cultural experiment. Listeners, are y'all tracking with them? Are y'all tracking? Okay. <laughs> y'all got about five more, ten more seconds till I just spill okay, a bit. Okay, wait, wait, um, Let's see. High Park was an experience. Railroad was established. Okay, yeah, yeah. Middle um, World War Two. Mid-World War Two. You close with that one. You close with that one. This is okay. So that means there was a military official huh. that mm. came here. Okay. okay. Maybe we can okay. extend the time limit right. here. So it's military. military oops. Military. A military related. official that came here. Oh no! You're getting further away. Getting f- okay. You getting further is away. Is it military related? Yeah. Yeah. You know military what? Military related. Let me let me let me okay. let me let me do this for End y'all. The suspense. This is what I'm gonna do for y'all. Damn. Time is up. Okay. <laughs> Here it is. Yeah, I told you we got buttons I know. here. We got, <laughs> we got buttons. We have buttons. Uh, so 
question again. Was the world's first happened here in this community area, December 2nd, 1942? The answer is the world's first artificial nuclear reaction. Oh, I knew <laughs> I was going to say something to do with nuclear yeah. something. You were, y'all were I was close. thinking Pearl Harbor, Pearl Harbor. Like my, that's where my brain yeah, was, that was going. That was the Cold War. That was, uh, yeah, no, know, that was, that, that, no, that, that was World War II. But I'm yeah. thinking... It had to do something with that. Yeah, you were close. And then it was buried, like, somewhere. Tell us more about that. I will. Uh, it is called the Chicago Pile 1. It was right here in UIC. Uh, UIC and uh, they, they did the world's first nuclear reaction here. Is it, is it that the one that was buried? Yeah, it is buried. It was They moved it uh, from where it was uh, because of the nuclear waste and, mm. you know, hazardous materials. Right. And, and actually, it's not even here in Chicago anymore. They moved it to uh, what's called Site A and Plot M. Uh, is the disposal site in the Red Gate Woods out there, the pa- Palos Forest Preserve. There you go, y'all. Wow. If, if anybody oh, got that right I out there. I feel like I should have gotten that one. You were close. Y'all were close. Yeah, the way y'all were thinking, I was like, when you said officials, are like, uh, close. My but favorite. See, where, where I was going with the officials, then I was going to say they did something here. That, in conjunction with UIC. That was my next. That was right. close. Ah, oh, it was right. so close. We got some more fun. I got yeah. some more fun all facts right. about, okay. uh, okay, you right, know, that. Uh, but fun. before we do, I'll let Dario. Oh, Sarah. And we are here with Wendy Muhammad, our guest for today. Y'all make some noise. <laughs> Peace and blessings. There you go. Uh, you know, Wendy, we met Wendy uh, while working with uh, Blacks and Green, which right. you'll find out more about very soon yes. uh, on, a, on an upcoming episode. Um, and uh, she's part of the um, Coalition for Black House Museums here in Chicago. Right. Basically houses that uh, should be represented by historical landmark status or some kind of some kind of recognition here in Chicago for significance in the black community. That's right. Preservation. Uh, to preservation. Un- to, to properties that are represented by underrepresented communities, I right. should say. Right. There you go. And, and that's, that's perfect. So uh, I'll let Wendy, I'll let you tell people who you are and what you do and because your house, I tailored today's information. Yeah. Oh, uh, did you? you know, wow. yeah, to kind of build up to. Yeah. So don't quite tell what the house is because okay. I'm going to give you your moment. Yeah. So, yes, I'm one of the founding members of the Coalition of Black House Museums mm-hmm. that was started as a collective effort or a collective response to an attack that we um, experienced by Alderman Sophia King. Hmm. <laughs> Call him out. Um, who now is running for mayor. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Hold on. We got a, you said we got a button for that, huh? Give me a button. <laughs> Give me a button. <laughs> Talk about that. <laughs> um, and so we, we had a collective response mm. um, as Black House Museums, and so we created the Black House Museums, the Coalition of Black House Museums, and we are about the preservation of properties that are significant to underrepresented communities like ours. Yeah. And so we're an organization, we're growing, and um, you know, people are knowing about us, mm-hmm. and um, and so that's, that's that part of it. Yeah. Um, I got into this field a number of different ways, but my background is in business consulting, and developing, mm-hmm. and I'm also I'm a spiritualist. Yeah, I get paid for being me. That's part. That's wow. that's the easiest way that's to make money. The goal. <laughs> that's, that's the goal. That's the goal. It's to be that's you. Everyone's dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, very dope. How we how we met. And again, I said uh, mm-hmm. for those of you that are listening out there. Um, yeah, I, you know, it normally is Sarah. Uh, wow. but this, this, I, I feel like that was not necessary to mention. Was, oh, you, you just, know, just wait. Just There's threw more, me under the bus. Baby shade. There's more shade on this. We, <laughs> 
some more shade on this podcast. Um, no, but we we met, uh, you know, we met through Blacks and Green, which right. again, y'all will hear right. about more. Fantastic what they're doing. We've worked with them for a long time now. So mm-hmm. uh, get used to that uh, acronym. Uh, big is what we call it. Big. So, uh, but the recap before we start, uh, before oh, yeah. We start, yeah no, oh, no. I want to talk a little bit more about the coalition. Yeah. So it's yeah, yeah. it's five women, right? Is if I remember, five which, women who own historic properties in right. the city of Powerful. Chicago. And then um, some of them are the Emmett Till home mm-hmm. and Phyllis my, Wheatley. Phyllis Wheatley. Phyllis Wheatley. Which, Muddy Waters. Muddy Waters. Yeah. Uh, and there, uh, Pullman bunch, Porters. Pullman, Pullman Porters, Porters, yeah. Yep. Which is which is really cool because they're actually going to be moving uh, locations. So, um, but that house should is still going to be recognized. Right. We right. want we want right. it to still we be recognized. We want it to be recognized. Yeah. What's what's the challenge with? I, I feel like I can't imagine it being that difficult to once you've proven that. For example, Emmett, Emmett Till's childhood home. Once you've proven that that was his childhood home, what's the delay? What's the delay? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why isn't that instant? Yeah. Well, the delay, sis, is that we don't own and monetize our own culture. Mm. We don't own our own culture. Okay. We don't own the history. We don't own the transference of information about ourselves. Right. It's owned by people who don't look like us. Right. So this renaissance, this movement to take Chicago from being the vortex of violence to the center of this renaissance of cultural, I call it a cultural renaissance, right. um, is new. This is a new thing. It's yeah. a new emerging market of us owning and recognizing and monetizing right. our own history. And yeah. it's rare. And, and rarely do we actually own. See, in the broader community, the history is preserved by business people. Mm-hmm. That you know, mm-hmm. yeah. So the business people say, "Hey, this is historic. This means something to me. I'm going to use my own resources and right. my own dollars and that of my friends and family, yeah. and I'm going to invest in it." Yeah. In our communities, it's not that we're we're all philanthropic and we're looking for money and we're right. looking for grants. But what that means is that we cede control, right? Right. Whether we right. believe it or not. But once somebody starts telling you, you know, whoever controls the purse is who owns the property. Right. Yeah. 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 And they, so yeah. basically what, what we're saying is Michael Jordan should come back, buy one of these houses, and make it <laughs> a museum. Right. Michael Jordan should come back. Get on it. And buy one of these houses. <laughs> yeah. Be like, look, buy up the block. You could <laughs> do it. Literally. Yeah, the athletes, we have so much history here in Chicago, so many famous people. You know this, Mr. Right. Historian. Yeah. Nat King Cole <laughs> and the Chaka Khan. I like and, it. And Quincy Jones yeah. and right. listen, come back, buy your house, let us run it, but let's make it a historic landmark because urban historic preservation is important. And I don't want to go on and on, but let me just say this one thing. Yeah, go ahead. Reason why it's important is because during the Great Migration, when you had over, they say, a half a million half a million people who migrated from the south to the north and landed here in places like Chicago, New York, St. Louis, Detroit, yeah. Detroit. Yeah. Um, that piece of history is almost becoming extinct. Right. Wow. Because right. they ran the highways through our communities. Right. See, we were redlined. We only could live <laughs> in certain areas. So they ran the highways through our, our, our communities. Right. The um, We were closed down. Yeah. We right. were told to move out. Yeah. Right. And then you had the regentrification happening, yeah. the properties being sold. And so I've learned so much and, and met so many people, so many ancestral energies yeah. through this process. People I didn't even know. Right. right. It's, right. A, it's, it's very dope. And it kind of like same thing with this podcast. We've met so many different people, yes. you know, through the podcast and be able to, you know, talk about history, find out 
directly from the source. You know yes. what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, what yes. what's the vibe here? And, right. uh, you know, we talk about vibe here. Y'all hear it is busy down here. Uh, it's on nice. 53rd. It's, I love it. Yes. Yeah. Love it. I mean, like, this is, it's so much down here. You, Silver Room. Yeah. We are, we are literally doors from Silver Room. Look, Virtue. Um, just at the Silver Room. And Eric is a friend of mine. Yeah. I always try to support. But I'm going to stay up out of there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got a whole bag, I huh? know. Every time. I'm not playing with time. Eric no more. I'm done. Um, I, I came up with the name for the campaign where we can rally up these celebrities. What? It's going to be called Celebrate History, and it's because it's history brought to you by celebrities. Come on, Sarah. Oh, okay. You know? Come on, Sarah. And then they just buy these homes. Come on, Sarah. Give her her another book. Another? Okay. All right. You get another one? Okay. All right. If there's any uh, celebrity that listens to this and you want in. Hey, we know they're listening. And you know what? Let's start with local celebrities. Right. So you got people like Chance the Rapper and Common and Lil Durk and Chief Keith and... People out here doing something. Y'all help us. Hakeem and right. all that. Look, bring your dollars back and help us yeah. to preserve right. our history here in Chicago. It's yeah. time for Sound us bite. to tell our own story. <laughs> Soundbite. Give you another one. We coin heavy this episode. You know? yeah. um, all right, let's start learning. Let's start I'm learning. Ready. Uh, hey, Wendy, before we uh, before we start learning, this is how we get in tune. I don't know if you uh, recognize this song, this this melody. There the we go. More you know. There you go. Yeah. Do you feel at peace with learning now? Do you feel ready? <laughs> she it said, I don't know if I feel you. something. Yep. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> we are ready. We are ready. Y'all, we are back in uh, Hyde Park community area number 41, our second go round here. Um, and uh, I, I did this before. I was doing my research, <laughs> and I feel like this was right at the beginning of when I started doing the boundaries. And I think oh, I might have done the boundaries the first time mm. because the boundaries, the old boundaries, were so significant because this used to be almost the entire South Side. Right. So, it did. yeah, so I think this is the first time I'm officially doing the boundaries okay. as part of the and show. You know what? This was far out. Yeah. Right? Oh, we, we, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Uh, we'll yeah, we'll yeah, talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, uh, so, uh, the boundaries uh, to the north, we got East Hyde Park Boulevard to the south, 60th Street to the, uh, did, I say, did I say south? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah south. to the east, <laughs> Lake Michigan, and to the west, Cottage Grove. Now, now uh, the, to the east, there's something significant about that. In the east, we know that's the, uh, that's the, the water, right? Um, right. And I'm, I'm going to talk about that in a second, so keep that all in mind. Uh, but a recap for those that you that uh, did not either remember or didn't listen to the first one for some reason you are not tuned in uh this was started by uh the university of actually this area was started by paul cornell who was the cousin of the cornell university founder ezra cornell he purchased cornell street right down here yeah yeah he purchased 300 acres of land uh and like you were saying he wanted to attract uh, Chicagoans and business people uh, to come to the area because this was a suburb and a getaway right. to Chicago because, you know, circa uh, 71, 1871, before Chicago burned down, right. you know, Chicago was small. You know, it, it was small. So this was a distant land. This is an annex, but I got something else for you. Go mm-hmm. talk to it. You know, the lake shore came all the way out to here. That oh, don't lake just... shore. Did <laughs> I take oh, it? Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Let me get your coin. Let me, let me get your coin. Let me get your coin because that's that's coming up here. Oh, okay. Uh, that's coming. No, no, but uh, no, no, no. That's why you hear Wendy is right. Get my mic straight. No, no, no. I was gonna say, let her finish her sentence. Yeah, it was. It's so funny because like he loves his facts. Ooh, this is so dope when when guests come on here and they actually know. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we we all right here. I like that. 
Um, but before we get there, before, before we get there, we're gonna, we gonna come back. Yeah, to yeah. Oh, we gonna come back to. We have to. Cause I got receipts. I got. Proof. Oh, oh, she okay. got. Okay. She, she got receipts. Um, let's get it then. Uh, Hyde Park was a township. It's still with the recap. Hyde, Hyde Park was a township again. Was pretty much the entire South Side, almost the entire South Side, what it is today. Mm-hmm. Um, World's Fair, eighteen ninety three, was held here. Um, the uh, University of Chicago. That's very significant. Um, that's very significant because, for one reason, that is why we have community areas. Right. Uh, it's because of the University of Chicago. And it was actually started by John D. Rockefeller, who donated some money, as well as Marshall Field, who donated land. So we've mentioned Marshall Field several times on this podcast. That's because he was very significant other right. than the store. He was, he was a mover and shaker here, you know? So, uh, and John D. Rockefeller, y'all know that's a New Yorker, but like he was, he was big on the education aspect, and mm-hmm. he thought this was a good idea. So he said, go ahead, do it, um, and, and do that. And that's where Chicago Power won the world's first nuclear reaction, happened. Uh, so there's your recap. Also, there's a bunch of historic people we're going to talk about just a little bit here. Uh, Wendy's going to talk about another historical feature uh, f- uh, figure here. But uh, new stuff, and I tailored this to you. So I tailored this to you. Something we didn't talk about, and I talked about while we eat. I don't know how I did not say this the first time, and maybe I planned this so I have some more to come back to, but there are 20-plus historical places and buildings here in Hyde Park. That's crazy. 20. When y'all think about that, like, that's a lot of history yeah, in, in one, one place. In one community. And not just, like, landmark status here in Chicago. We're talking National Registry of Historic Places. Mm-hmm. Um, so, nationally, this is some place that you should know about. Right? And there's probably more, obviously. Probably. There's, right? there's many. Probably. There's more. Yeah. So, so I'm going to I'm 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 almost pass it off to you. Uh, no, no, so no, 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 no. Because one of these historic places... And actually, a bunch of them are buildings and apartments, okay? And one is the Chicago Beach Apartments, uh, which is called Chicago Beach because, like Wendy was saying, the shoreline used to be right up, like, at least a block and a half inland from where it is right now. Um, so when you talk about, like, that building, that building was significant because it was built by a black guy who was a very, very good architect. And this was one of his uh, first buildings that he created that uh that actually took him uh kind of like over the top and it's one of the first buildings that had uh, a skeleton frame so mm-hmm. a skeleton frame is where you kind of see the framework right. on the outside of the building that's right so that's right. uh but to your point you want to tell them more about where the shoreline used to be here so um i had heard that and um just a little spoiler alert, as an owner of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad House, mm-hmm. now listed on the National Historic Registry. Hey, Can I hey. have a button? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, I, was, I was doing it. <laughs> I was there. I was there. Um, when, when we decided to renovate the basement, we lowered the floor by 18 inches. Mm-hmm. And when we dug down, guess what was underneath Talk it? to us. Sand. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so oh. the house, that neighborhood sits on sand, which means... That the shoreline had to come out pretty far. Wow. Yes. Go ahead. Uh, how? It's, right. You know, landfill. I mean, like landfill. Landfill. This man-made dam that's yeah. pushing it back. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, so we also think about that because you know Chicago is. We love Chicago, right? We love Chicago. It's the greatest city in the world. Love Chicago. Um, love, love, love. You Chicago. know, love it. But what people don't really talk about is like you know, you know, the Nile River runs reverse, right? You know what I mean? Like, and that's like that's a that's a 
that's a feat in itself, right? Correct. You know what I mean? That people Correct. are like, how the hell does that happen? Correct. Chicago manufactured yeah. a river to go the opposite <laughs> direction. Correct. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you something else. Chicago is one of the places where one of the three ley lines all intersect, and we are directly longitudinally connected to Chichen Itza, Mexico. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And that one ley line... <laughs> Feel good, don't it? <laughs> that one ley line goes along the shoreline of Lakeshore Drive. Now, what's oh, interesting wow. is that we're not talking about the man-made shoreline. Right. We're talking about the original shoreline, which ran through Hyde Park. Yeah. Wow. Look at, hey, hey, I'm so telling that's you. That's why you feel the energy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that we talked dope. about earlier. That's so dope. That's, that's so dope. I, I yeah. know I say this all the time. You got goosebumps. Yeah. That's dope, though, man. A lot of people don't realize that. Oh, I wow. see Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They real. Y'all can see, catch it in 4K, right. y'all. Uh, <laughs> if you look at it on YouTube. Wow. Um, so I, I knew I, I was like, I'm coming in. I'm glad you said that. That's really dope. But to me, when I read that, I was like, there's 20 places, and we were talking, maybe 14 or 15 of those are actual buildings here in right. Hyde Park. Mm -hmm. And you can see them. We see them in plain sight. Like Tell us some of them. You know, uh, I don't have the names right now because okay. I didn't write them out because okay, okay. I got something do you? else. I got do, you know, do you know some? No, I just know I know the beach, the Chicago Beach building. Yep. Um, that's there, the only one I there's know. A, there's a, several apartments. Uh, there's But there's another one, the Roby House, uh, that is over there by UIC on right. the campus. Um, the There's the house that Frank Lloyd Wright uh, actually built. It's very modern. Again, also there in uh, UIC. It's on, it's on Woodlawn. And then, yes. you know, this whole Kenwood district is a historic. It's, whole, it's, it's historic. The whole Kenwood. Um, so, with that, reason why I, brought, I say all that stuff first is because there's a bunch of different places and buildings. And Chicago is big on buildings. And I'm going to give you a World's Fair family tree. All right? Okay. And it's, and it's pretty. Okay. And, it involves, and it involves significant Chicago landmarks. Okay. okay. Uh, so, the Palace of Fine Arts was started in 1893. Okay. The World's Fair, that was, of course, for fine arts. So, it was a right. huge, luxurious building that uh, was made for the oncomers, the visitors, right? Mm -hmm. uh, that turned into the Field Museum. Right. That turned into the Field Museum a year later after the World's Fair. The Field Museum... 30 years later, almost 30 years later, it moved to the location that it is now. The Field Museum in its original form turned into the Museum of Science and Industry. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> that yeah. uh, Field Museum as in Marshall Field? Yeah, no, yes. uh, yeah, 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 yes, yes. So, um, yeah, so it, it started in 19, 1933 is when the Museum of Science and Industry uh, actually started and right. was a part of it. So, uh, pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool. That little tree, family tree, uh, here in Chicago, all came from the World's Fair, which was right here, Jackson Park wow. in Hyde Park. Pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. So next time you see, and again, it's reconstructed, you know what I mean? Like, if you go inside the Museum of Science and Industry, which is a huge generator for tourism here in Chicago, especially here at Hyde Park, too, um, next time you go in there, you are in, you know, basically the Palace of Fine Arts. Wow, uh, that's crazy. I wonder what it looked like on the inside. Yeah, you know, you probably can find pictures. Of yeah, it. you probably can. I'm thinking. I, I, um, I, I'm, I'm going to look it up because I know the public library has archived photos mm -hmm. of a lot of things that happened, well, throughout the history of the yeah. city. Yeah. But I, I feel like they might have something on that. Yeah, I'm sure. And 
by the time you know we get this, I'll have a picture. We can post it in there. If you're watching, oh, we'll post go. it up. Okay. There all you right, go. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought that was really cool to that kind of do really a little cool. treat. I say all that to say this. One of the other uh, pretty cool things that I know I personally, as a Chicagoan here, I've seen it many times, and I don't pay attention to it enough. Inside of the Museum of Science and Industry, mm-hmm. another landmark inside of wow, you know that is the uh, the German uh, the German uh, uh, submarine U five hundred five. Oh yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. you know, like and and I've seen it many times. I didn't know that was its own landmark. landmark. Not only is it a landmark, but it's also in the. National Register of Historic Places. I, I always think, how did they get that in there? Yeah, so I, I got I got some information on it. Oh, okay. So, oh. Um, Let me so, guess. They took it apart and put it back together. They did, but what they did was uh, that the first location that it was at, um, the humidity and the weather conditions yeah. were going to deteriorate it, right, yeah, and, really. and not have it be original. Also, the when they took the boat, they had the uh, the submarine. The submarine had all the things inside of it. Uh, from when they wow. was captured, to the point they actually found one of the captains or crew members binoculars what? on the oh, inside. Oh, I thought the actual person. No, no, I was no. like, oh my yeah, god, person. Yeah, no, that would be weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that would be a that dope be story. Um, but yeah, they found his binoculars and they gave him his binoculars back. So they moved it to where it is now, and they also talked to the original manufacturer of the uh, of the U five hundred five to replace all the parts in this, mm. so that it's back to its almost original form as close as they possibly could be. Sweet. Yeah. So the other thing is it was captured, so some stats on it. It was captured by the United States June 4th, 1944. So 11 years after it arrived, you know, after after the Museum of Science and Industry was started. Wow. Um, it was donated to the museum 10 years after that in 1954. Um, and then it's, in, it's one of the four German World War II boats that survived. Yeah, so pretty cool. And uh, in, 18, in 1989, it was added to both the National Register of Historic Places and the National Historic Landmark status. So um, pretty cool history. So next time you come here in Chicago uh, and you are in the... Also, another fun fact, something I talked about before. I'm just going to keep on saying this. The Zephyr, uh, the train that you first see, it's like the only free exhibit you can see walking up in there. Right. Uh, that train arrived in the second World's Fair which is 1933 and at 1933 coincidentally that's when the museum started they mm-hmm. didn't start because of each other you know what i mean like so it wasn't like the museum was started because of the world the second world's fair it just happened to be a coincidence so uh a lot of history right here in hyde park one more building you said it is the honorable elijah muhammad house which um I don't know if you told anybody yet or anybody publicly can see it, but like you said, it's got national land, uh, national landmark status. Yes. La- national landmark status as of what date? Because this is before as that. As of March 22nd, 2022. Hey, hey, what's going on? So uh, you get your plaque. Uh, you- it, hopefully, inshallah, we get it soon. <laughs> you, get the, you get the plaque soon. Um, so Speed talk, up the process. Yeah, we go, yeah, yeah. It's called, a, it's called a landmark marker. Landmark marker, okay. historical marker. Perfect. Now, tell us about uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the house and And the why, street that it's and the street on. That it's on. Yeah. But, all of that. All of that, yeah, because that, the street is dope, y'all. Yes, <laughs> it is. So the Honorable Elijah Muhammad house is, the address is 48, where's the camera? 4847. And you'll see it right there. Let them know. South Woodlawn Avenue. (laughs) It's in the historic Kenwood District. Uh Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Um, and the Honorable Elijah Muhammad is the eternal leader of the Nation of Islam. And through his work, he helped to establish Islam in America as we know it and gave us our freedom as Muslims because of his sacrifices, because of his steadfastness, because of over 44 years of just really pushing that narrative. And we can talk a little bit about that um, later. His home, his, his home that he purchased and lived in from 1952 to 1972 um, is the home we're talking about. Mm -hmm. On that particular block of Woodlawn, he is responsible for six buildings. Wow. wow. You didn't know that, did no, you? No, no. So well, the, I, I did. You but, did. You I, did. Know, <laughs> like, I did. I got inside That's why the head. corner should be named after him. Give me a button. Hey. <laughs> Honorable Elijah Muhammad Way, like Elijah it. Muhammad Avenue. Yeah. Why? Because that corner there of 49th and Woodlawn, there's his original home at 4847, and then there's his new home at 4855. And the history about that is that that house is next door. It sits on land, and there was a house once owned by Lou Rawls. Yeah, Lou wow. Rawls. And he purchased the land uh, through a transaction that took over took place over the fence. <laughs> over the fence With transaction. Paper, paper bag of money. That's crazy. He tore the house down and built that house. Then he built four other houses directly across the street on a plot of land he purchased because the FBI used to hide in the bushes over there. Wow. And watch and listen to everything that he did. So he bought the land, tore down the bushes, and eventually built the property there. What a way to make your right. own. You know what I mean? Like, look, oh, y'all going to watch oh, me? By the block. You know? Right, literally. <laughs> By the yeah. block. So this, house, them trees this house at 4847 um, was built in 1902. It's 120 years old. Um, it was originally built by William French Burroughs and Louisa Libby. The architects are very famous. They're called Frost and Granger. Mm -hmm. Why is that historical since we've been talking about historical? Well, they are the proprietors of the Libby's food brand. Oh, wow. Mm. Oh. So if you know, if you're old enough, you know the commercial, right? So the 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 Burrow, the French Burrow family and the Libby family, you know, came together through marriage and mm -hmm. they were canners, meat canners yep. and and they created the food brand. Interestingly enough, what they did there, many of these people that you're talking about, the Marshall Fields and people like that, they met with him there in that house because he was all about nation building. Yeah, yeah. And so he met with these top entrepreneurs from the Chicago area, and they basically built Chicago. Wow. Well, guess what? What now makes that house the single most important piece of property in modern-day African-American history is because from 1952 to 1972, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was visited with and met with and dined with more leaders from our community in that civil rights period and around the world than any other piece of property in modern-day black history. Talk about the names that were Run in existence. Right, yeah. yes. Run the list. <laughs> Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, Mrs. Coretta Scott King, Betty Shabazz, James Baldwin, James Brown, Sam Cooke, um, Senator Adam Clayton Powell, Thurgood Marshall, James Brown, Bernard King, the wow. 1968 members of the Democratic Convention, mm. Andrew Young. It can go on and on yep. and on. The list. Minister wow. Louis Farrakhan can go on and on and on. And then that walkway up to the house has a special name, right? 
Yeah, so yeah. when when you come onto the property, we consider that, and it is sacred property. Mm -hmm. It's sacred ground. So when you walk up the front area, we call that Elijah's Friendship Garden. And we call it that because he was such a friend to so many people. And we have receipts. We're not just saying that. Right. We have recordings. We have photos. We have information that you will learn when you get to come there about what really happened in that house and the magnificent amount of work that was done there to build a nation. Um, and so when you walk up, as you know, as soon as mm -hmm. you walk up, you feel that energy. Yeah. When you walk down the, the driveway to the back, uh, we call that Elijah's Garden of Peace. Yeah. Because the energy there is so powerful that it literally takes over. You know, you know, and it's, it Go was, was no, I was going to say what's really cool is that um, this is stuff in Chicago you, most people don't even know about. You know what I mean? Like, right. you, you don't even know about, um, you know, like, what's, what happened in these neighborhoods. Right. A lot of times, to be honest, people don't explore this area, right? right. You, you, you don't explore the area. But you have some really cool things that you are looking to do with the restoration and preservation of this house, too. Um, I know a little bit about it. I want you to talk about it uh, because there's some really cool things yeah. that you're going to be doing. So the whole idea is and the whole concept is to create a living museum mm -hmm. and what do i mean by that it doesn't represent a dead person right. mm -hmm. you're going to come there and feel these life-giving words life-giving teachings life-giving lessons life-giving experiences and so one of the things we will say to you when you come to visit is welcome to the honorable elijah muhammad experience mm -hmm. because what you're going to experience is something that's different from the press Right. Something different from the media PR campaign. You're going to get to experience it as told by people who know and love yeah. him, which yeah. is a rarity in our community. Yeah. And some of the cool things, we're, talk, we're working on virtual and in-person tours. That's so dope. Yeah, yeah. so in-person tours, which is, which is going to be cool, which is a whole nother experience, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, where we'll take the first floor and make it look the way it looked in the 1960s when wow. he lived there. That's amazing. Using what we call He Lives Technology inside, which is 3D augmented reality technology so that you can literally see where these meetings take place. Wow. So we're preserving the 120-year-old architecture, which is about 90% intact. But what we're doing is we're telling the story with technology. Right. So we're yeah. bringing yeah. that technology in. Mapping the house so that you can log on online and take virtual tours. That's so dope. Yeah. That's so dope. You, you also, uh, the, the detail to the outside. Yeah. Um, and I want to say you have, so there's two things. There's a sculpture that you all going to have out there. Yeah. Uh, and then the facade of the building had copper on it. Uh, so I want you to talk about both of those things because I think both are really cool. And you okay. do, I know with the copper, you're doing something specifically yeah, yeah, yeah. that's really cool. So go ahead. So um, so interestingly enough, I was looking for a, a sculpture to put out front mm -hmm. that would represent the evolution of this type of level of self-improvement. Yeah. And so how do we represent that? How do we pull in all of that? And so... The thought was to represent the African diaspora. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I don't, do you all know Maxwell MK, MK's? I don't know. Uh, maybe I do. If the I man saw Man Justice? Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. 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 So, working with um, 
a curator, I was introduced to Maxwell MKs. Maxwell got the concept. He created this statue called the Cracked Adam. Mm. There's, um, we have lessons in the Nation of Islam, things that we learn and study and memorize. And one is a lesson called, it, I call it the Cracked Adam. That's not. It's in the book called The Supreme Wisdom. Mm. The lesson is Mr. Muhammad cracked one atom into 10 million parts. Mm. The idea of the cracking of the atom is, in short, cracking the brain so that as we are moving through life, we're communicating with the creator, with the universe. We're on one wavelength. We're going to do a whole thought pattern and a whole teaching around that. But mm. these are seven members of the African diaspora who are all touching that cracked atom. And they're actually holding a briefcase. Mm -hmm. Because through the establishment of trade and commerce, they will help to establish Islam in America. Because the trade and commerce is how right. they do it, taking yeah. a play from yep. you know the history that we know from Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. So then this statue is so incredible. When we started to get the pieces in, they looked like people. They yeah. came alive. Yeah. Because Maxwell did such a great job at studying facial structures and making them look real and creating the out, the uniforms and the outfits. So we decided to make them superheroes. There you go. We as said they all as said they should be. Have superpowers. I love that. And they're all normal people from throughout the African diaspora who discover their superpower. Wow. Wow. Showing all of us that we have a superpower. Yeah. Yeah. And we can use that superpower if we all tap into this cracked atom. Yeah. To this knowledge, this wisdom, and unite. Right. We can change the world. Right. Talk that talk. And so Coin. together, ooh, <laughs> so together, Coin. they're on these adventures. Yeah. Throughout the universe. Oh, you should have you should have an artist write a comic book series about them. There we go. Yeah. So we already wrote boom, a boom. script. Oh, I love that. For a movie. Oh for a movie. Wow. Oh wow. An animated movie. And so we'll have wow. um, a spin-off, which will be the series and the comic. That's before you even get inside the house. Well, yeah, yeah I'm about to say. Right. You ain't even talk, we ain't talked about the windows. Right. We ain't talked right. about the brick. Yeah. We haven't talked about the pavers, but we can talk about the copper. Yeah, yeah, yes. yes. That's perfect. So the house was was made and designed by Frost and Granger through the direction of Miss Louisa Libby to have spiritual elements. Mm -hmm. yeah. So there's limestone, there's copper, and she did a lot of things with different types of wood because she wanted a spiritual place for her and her husband and his friends to meet and be productive. Right. She wanted them to be able to tune in. She wanted them to be able to connect with one another. She wanted them to be able to access high levels of intuition. And so one of the, the key things is the combination of the limestone and the design and the copper. Well. One day I was, I was blessed to have a conversation with the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, who is 100% supportive of the project. He's definitely my spiritual father and superior leader of just all things life in and of itself. He said to me that he was walking up the driveway, check out this history, with the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, and the Honorable Elijah Muhammad pointed to a tree. And he said, when they find out who I am, they're going to rip the bark off the trees. And I said, well, okay, we know who you are, so we're going to start ripping. So yeah. I said, we're not throwing anything away. So old windows, we still have them. You'll be able to donate oh, wow. and buy them wow. with a little plaque. Yeah. The Thank copper, you. I was inspired to come up with the idea to create coins. Mm. So we took the old copper off the building, 
found a foundry. It took me three months to find a foundry to do this because yeah. most people will make coins for you, but they ain't going to take your old 120 yeah. right. year old. Right, and yeah. remake you know, <laughs> and, like, and melt they, it. We ain't got time right. for that. <laughs> and so, with that, to raise money, we created these commemorative coins. Hey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let me oh, see. Oh wow. Yeah. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get a close up so everybody else can see. Yeah. That's get a really close dope. Up. That's, that's got some weight these, to it too. Yeah. Right. It's, yeah. it's 35 millimeters. It's one ounce of copper. Wow. We have some graded coins and we have some here that are pendants. Okay. Um, and and it's just these types of things that we're doing to show and demonstrate to the world that our history is sacred. Yeah. Right. From taking old mantles and mirrors that we found and creating murals and benches out of them. And I really want to be the vanguard of the spiritual sacredness Mm -hmm. of our historic places. So, again, yes, Michael Jordan, let's buy up these places and let's (laughs) create these sacred spaces that that represent our people. And so at this house, you know, we're going to make the first floor look the way it looked in the 60s when you had all those people there. Second floor will be an exhibit on the nation's business or the $100 million empire, which was like a template that was created in an economic condition very similar to where we are now Mm -hmm. to show you that it will work. Yep. And then the key thing that's interesting, we know we can't accommodate the millions of people that want to come. So we're going to do this kind of stuff. There you go. Because we live in a world today where, look, we just turned the sidewalk into a studio. We sure did. Yeah, we sure did. We had somebody right here trying to jump in the podcast. (laughs) Okay. So we're going to record conversations like this. Yeah. Where we listen to some of those tapes Mm -hmm. and talk about what were they dealing with with police brutality. Right. What was the conversation? How were they reacting? I think also what's, sorry to interrupt you, but I think what's really important is that there's so many narratives as to what happened and who was on whose side and who did what. And I feel like, um, I feel like one, one point is that this house is important regardless of what narrative means the most to Mm -hmm. you or what you were taught. Like speaking from the outside, obviously. Uh, looking at it, I think the house no, is Sarah, important. You are inside. Hey. Don't even play that. <laughs> yeah. I know, but it's it's different because I didn't grow up. It's not my own personal history, let's say. So I don't want to come off as speaking on it that way. But um, I think it's it's important. The house is important regardless of what what n- narrative is the listener right now was mm-hmm. taught, right? Because uh, there's multiple sides to every story, especially stories as complex as that time period Mm -hmm. i think um like who am i to say what happened it's Mm -hmm. that's not our place i feel like i feel like our place is to kind of preserve these historical historical homes and to acknowledge that they are important regardless of what, I guess what, what, what history is right. what yeah. your opinion right. is right. right history yeah, yeah. because because yeah. powerful people walked through these halls mm-hmm. and the, you know yeah, that's basically what I was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and who are who are who is anybody to say? And that's why I think it's so beautiful that we have spent amount of, a certain amount of time. We have real archives. Right. We have recordings. We have videos, and so receipts. we have receipts <laughs> yeah. on what was discussed and what the conversation was, and that the media has created a PR campaign that's just not true. Yeah, it's just not representative of what it is. But it's it's hard because it. You know, and before I finish telling about the show, I'll give you this an example. It came out recently that the FBI orchestrated the whole murder of Malcolm X, but people still don't really? believe it. <laughs> yeah. The, the, yeah, the FBI agent himself said, "Yeah, I did it. I was there." Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, man, wow. look, I, I 
corroborated with that, you know. But the but the media brainwashing is just like Tom Burrell says. At one point, the brainwasher becomes the brainwashed. Yeah. Yeah. The brainwashed, I'm sorry, becomes the brainwashed. You start telling right? a lie. You so start going to say you tell yeah. lies so much you believe it. Yeah. You believe it. So, yeah. so that's why we want to have these talks to allow people to experience. We want to do cook talks in the kitchen where we're demonstrating right. how should we be eating. Right. How do we combat, combat infectious diseases? Yeah. How do we combat the 100,000 plus people in our community that die every year from cardiovascular right. disease? It's a dietary plan. Yeah. yeah. So we want to talk about that, yeah. and we can do that right there in the kitchen over some healthy food. So that's so dope. Um, we so you talk about that. We have you, the people will see it soon enough, actually, uh, after this one, uh, shortly Just after this weeks, episode. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's so dope, and um, you know, it's really cool to kind of hear. You know, yeah. that kind of stuff. And we could do this. I did do it uh, for, like, the other uh, houses, you know what I mean? Right, like yeah, that, right. And have that story. And, and this is something that, again, another place in Chicago that uh, has a lot of history that a lot of people just don't know. And right. uh, I'm glad that we can have a, a forum so people can tell about it. And I want to get you an interview with the Mojo Museum with Chandra Cooper, who is the great-granddaughter of Muddy Waters. Because uh, yes. what you all don't may not know is that their music was called trap music. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Hey, look. And they were called thugs, and there were certain places where they couldn't even go. Wow. But yet, you got Mick Jagger and Led right. Zeppelin and the Beatles who came to Chicago in the basement of that house on 43rd and Lake Park to learn from him. Wow. That is, uh, you know, I'm going to use that as a segue to the food because, <laughs> like, that, we're going to leave y'all on that cliffhanger because we, we did that interview. For real. Look, I, I got you. I, yeah, I want to muddy. That was the only one that uh, we actually didn't right. weren't able to talk to somebody. Right. I took video. I was walking around there. Every every house I walked up and I touched the doorknob and I touched the door. I was just yeah. like, dang, that's crazy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, but that would be good. Uh, so, uh, y'all, yeah. uh, wh- where can we? Obviously, we we gonna come back and we'll recap all this stuff. But like uh, at the end, but where can people find you? They got a site. They got a yeah. Uh, yeah Instagram. Tell them. So on Instagram, you can find me at Sajda House, which is S A J D A H H O U S E. And if you want to buy one of these commemorative Elijah coins, all you have to do is go to SajdaHouse.com. S A J D A H H-O-U-S-E dot com. And that goes to support the preservation and restoration yes. of this house. So, yes. y'all, y'all doing a good thing if you go ahead and support. Yes. Um, we went to another, for food, yes. another okay. historic place with, uh, with a very, very legendary figure here from Hyde Park. We're going to talk about it after the break, y'all. 77 Flavors. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back. Hey. Uh, oh, wow. This cord wants me <laughs> yeah, to that, fail. That cord, we need to change that damn cord. We need to just throw it out. Yeah, we do. Um, <laughs> welcome back to the food portion of this episode. Uh, this portion is brought to you in collaboration with Choose Chicago. 
Hey. <laughs> Everybody got a coin this episode. Uh, so today we went to Valois Restaurant, which I feel like is more like a cafeteria in my opinion. But it's like one place. It's like a. It's like you go up and yeah, you, you get it says a tray. Where you see your food, so you see it and then you pick it out. Right. It's and like then MacArthur. they cook it right there for you. Yeah. Well, a lot of the stuff they prepare it right that's there yeah, after you order it. That's very true. And it's not like pre made per, per se. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's for people that don't know, uh, it's a, a historic restaurant here in Hyde Park. Yes. It's been around since 1921, hey. and it is known to be where a place where a lot of um, the politicians in the city would come and, and eat and hang out, and uh, very famously... Obama, it's one of his favorite restaurants. Anytime he's back in town, he will stop by. Uh, they have an entire menu that is Obama's yeah. favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, Smack too. You got yeah. a list. You got yeah. a list. <laughs> you got a he list. He really does. Yeah. Right here. Right, I know. <laughs> love to eat. I love to eat. <laughs> uh, so it's, it is cafeteria style restaurant, and um, it's they've had three locations. I didn't oh, know really? That. I did not know that either. Yeah, they had three locations. Uh, it was bought by the family that owns it now in 1971, and it's been owned by that same family since then. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about how, how it feels on the inside. What's the vibe? So for me, it was really cool just because I know Obama liked it. I'm an Obama yes. fan like most people. Yes. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, you know, I walk in and I was just like, oh, you know, I like... Right. I wonder the, what table he sits at. Yeah, yeah right. Right, you know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. Like they should mark that off. Actually, they, really they, should. Should. they really should. They should yeah, mark they that really off. Should. That's a suggestion. For Lloyd, if y'all be listen, fight, people be fighting. Yeah, I'm definitely. I'm not even leaving. If I get that I w- seat, I'll wait. We stand here. I'll, I'll wait till you're done. I help y'all bust tables <laughs> if I got to. I'll be back here in the morning. Yeah. Um, but it was really dope. It's really dope. Yeah. Like you said, it is kind of like cafeteria style. Yeah. You walk up to the to the lunch line, right? Uh, with a tray right there. You they you give them a tray. A lunch tray. Yeah, a lunch tray. A lunch tray at that, and you give them their food. Uh, you tell them what you want to give you the food on that yeah, tray. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's open from five thirty a.m. to three p.m. And lunch, and breakfast is served all day. All day. All day. And what I love the most is every person other than us in line knew the uh, people behind the counter by name. Yeah. And like cool. the people bussing yeah. the table by name, that was really. Cool. Yeah. So it's family. You say you got a story. Oh I yeah, do. tell us yeah. your story. I do. So when I first graduated from college in the 90s, I started selling real estate. Mm. And I was right here in this Hyde Park Bank building yeah. selling real estate. Or at least trying to sell it. <laughs> trying. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Using an attempt. Yeah, I was trying. Figuring it out. But I used to see Barack Obama in front of Valoy passing out flyers telling people to get out to vote. Wow. He had a little afro. This- and red, black, and green beads, and always wore like these khaki pants and like some kind of yeah. gimmicky t shirt. Yeah. He's a nerd. And <laughs> he's, a, he's a nerd. nerd. <laughs> and I would see him all the time. Yeah. So much so that he kind of became invisible. Mm. And I was working at that time at the National Center of the Nation of Islam on Stony Island Avenue. And one day he came in and was walking around to the offices and passing out these voter registration cards. Yeah. And I remember thinking to myself, who let him in? <laughs> <laughs> who let him, so let him in? Whose man is this? <laughs> dude that be outside in front of Beloit. I'm like, oh, yeah, hey, how you doing? He's like, how you doing, sister? Do you register to vote? <laughs> He's like, you got me already. Right. <laughs> <laughs> got me already, yeah. man. I see you every day. But yeah, that, so I used funny. to see him right here. Right here, outside. If I saw wow. Obama right now, I'd, I'd pass, pass out. out. Yeah, it'd, it'd be over. Y'all had to scrape me off the ground. 
<laughs> like, I'm, I you would, know, for anyone that likes, I wouldn't pass out. I'd be like, let me tell you about the honor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You might look, hey, we got a dope podcast called 77 Flavors. There we go. You don't know if you heard about out. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't know if you heard about it. Uh, that's so funny. Um, let's talk about what we ordered. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to start? Uh, yeah. You ordered off the Obama menu. I ordered off the Obama menu. I think you got what five things up there, five or six things up there so, yes. um, that you can order from. I got number one because if that's his number one favorite. Uh, of course, I want to be like him. So, uh, I, it, which was the uh, New York strip uh, uh, steak uh, with uh, egg and che- uh, egg sausage, uh, hash brown, mm-hmm. um, really dope. So, uh, what I the, the, ste- about the steak, the, 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 I was about to say the steak was surprisingly like very good. Not surprisingly very good, but like done fast. So, like they, cook I would it. say surprisingly because it's a cafeteria. Yeah, right. I mean, I like, wouldn't expect. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I, great steak. Honestly, did was it not. Tender? Yes, it was like it I, was I, good. Yeah, I, I tried a piece. You know, it was really good. Yeah, tasty. Yeah. Uh, cut it. I mean, with the eggs. I mean, I had uh, Louisiana on them too. Uh, so like with Louisiana hot sauce. Yeah, Louisiana hot sauce. Yeah, I mean, so As you should. typical black man. You know, <laughs> you know that's just just quota. It's that is quote right there. But no, it was very good. Um, and yeah. hash browns were very good. That hash browns that I like that got like that flavor and the seasoning to yes. them. Hash browns like fried potatoes or shredded or it, they were they were well they, they were shredded. shredded they were, were kind of shredded but, but they're, they're like, not they're not too thin of yeah. pieces. Right. They're, it's yes. almost right. like um, you know when you take a peeler but like a thin peeler and like they peel them that way as opposed to shredding them. But they didn't, you know, like sometimes they could be sticky too. Right. I mean, you ate it so fast. I didn't <laughs> right. see it. Nobody saw it. Nobody saw it. I didn't yeah, yeah. see it. I just yeah, yeah. eat it like, as they oh. put, put the tray down on the table. I was, I was like, like, oh, I caught hey, that. I came back to the table out. with my food. I was like, where y'all's at? You know? sure <laughs> and I just went crazy. Wow. Yeah. Uh, what, what'd you have? I had a chicken wrap. Which okay. It was very tasty. Had um, It was fresh. Had um, like onions and tomatoes. It's like Southwest. And like a chicken wrap. Southwest chicken wrap. Yeah. It was. Look it, was, it was it was it was, big. it was like a burrito. Yeah, yeah. right. That's hefty. what I thought. That was a burrito yeah. for hefty. sure. Definitely one of those things you can buy it and eat the other half later. Okay, right. yeah, because I saw right. I was like I, in my head I was like, ain't no way. Yeah, and no way. Ain't no way. And I like to cook, so I'm really critical of food. But the chicken was very tender. Okay, all right. It was tasty. It Sometimes dry. when you get a wrap, you get this dry, paper-tasting right. chicken. Right. But I didn't feel that. Really? And the seasoning was good. And the wrap that it was on was nice and soft. It wasn't Hard, where yeah. it had gotten so much yeah, air it. just to sat it. there, yeah. yeah. yeah f- there's definitely love, love in the food. I feel like they put a lot of effort in. Well, yes. maybe maybe they they do a lot now because especially Obama has been in. It's like people yeah, know this. Right. Maybe I know the food is good. You can tell it's yeah. just good naturally. But like right. they don't miss a beat. I feel like yeah, right. like they don't have no bad and, days. Um, you had. Well, yeah. I was I was gonna. I feel like the menu has been the same for so long that they've perfected, perfected it. Yeah. You know I what agree. I mean? Like they they just know what they're doing. Um, I had a cheeseburger mm. and Look perfect. It, up being it was it was perfect. It was I really wanted to try it for you because I <laughs> I knew you wanted to get something off of them. Oh, and I was like yeah. I'm gonna order the cheeseburger yeah. for you. Um, <laughs> Thank and you. I got oh, yeah, that's with, my girl, y'all. You know? That's right. Uh, and I got it with fries. The fries are perfect. They're like crispy on the outside and like soft on the inside. Yeah. Um, the burger was good. It was like a single cheeseburger, and um, I had a side of mac and cheese. The macaroni. You sure did. I saw that. Yeah. yeah, that cheese was cheesy. That's cheesy. That was cheesy. Was cheesy. cheesy. cheesy mac. It cheesy mac. Yeah. So it wasn't yes. like it wasn't like a fancy mac and cheese where you have like five different ch- cheese types. It was it was probably one cheddar. Yeah. And that's all you need: <laughs> cheddar, you... butter, and cheese. I mean, and, and macaroni, and it was baked. Yeah, and, and you had that like crust of cheese. I on feel top. like they poured so excess cheese. Correct. They sure did. Like yep. they pulled the rest mm-hmm. of the cheese. Oh, 
cheese up yeah, underneath very, that crust. Yes. Yeah, That's so nice. very good. I was like, wow, okay, this is... I really liked it. Yeah, this is the... For me, a place that serves breakfast all day is, is a godsend. Yes, <laughs> like, I agree. I could eat breakfast all day. Yeah. Same. All day, so... Y'all, I mean, it's right down here on the dope strip. I mean, like, if, yeah. y'all, if y'all can't make a trip down here, right. down to the Valois. And it's extremely affordable. Like, the burger yeah, right. was, yeah. I think, right under $6 yeah. for the burger. Um, and same thing with everything we ordered. I yeah. think, like, the Wasn't most expensive thing on the item was, was Obama's what stuff, you ordered. Of course. I think that was, like... <laughs> It should come with a collector's card. It really should. You know? like, I want to see how I much my damn punch card. You, you, you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. you know like a, a ticket, like a, a, a poll card. They yeah. make they make it in the shape of a, did what you, would did you, you vote? Did you punch, punch mm-hmm. my ticket. Mm-hmm. See, you, you see, I'm going with it. Mm-hmm. I, I got, I got to <laughs> I, I ain't fully going. figured it out, but I got it. I you know? see it. <laughs> your your uh, meal was sixteen, sixteen, and it's two eggs, hash browns, or rice or grits. Yeah, and it comes with biscuits or toast, steak and eggs. See. That's a lot of food. That's a for lot. Sixteen dollars. For sixteen dollars, it looked like a lot of food. That's yeah. why I was surprised that it was gone so fast. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that must have been. Uh, when I, been when I tell you it was good, yeah, you said it though. Yeah, I, yeah, you said it. <laughs> I, that, it was like it was perfect. I think I was just more intrigued by the fact that, like you said, they made the food that fast. I think I think what they do is like they sear the they steak sear, yeah. and then you know it's it's there, but they don't do too many beforehand like they'll sear like two or three of them and, and then they ready. just pop it back on the grill depending yeah. on how well done you want it so it's probably rare but just slightly seared and then they finish it cooking that's very it smart when you're done very smart. that's very smart it. because that happened fast yeah like i went I, oh i mean what? it doesn't take long to cook a steak anyway for the nine cooks out here shit good luck <laughs> you know <laughs> A few minutes saying. on the one side, a few minutes on the other okay. side. Okay, uh, yeah, well, the fat. I'm just trying. What I was, what I will say is that, um, so if you are coming down here to Valois, um, it is cash only. They it have an ATM. Only. They have an ATM there, but if you want to avoid the three dollar charge, uh, yeah. just know that. Uh, yeah, we try to tell cash. people when we remember. Yeah, bring cash right. because you know they are nice though. Like they know that most Super people nice. don't carry cash. Mm-hmm. I went while y'all ordered the food, sat back down the yeah. table. I had the food. They put my stuff down there behind the counter and mm-hmm. saved it. So. Um, they are understanding with it because I know most places, yeah. you know. You, you did also get two Kool-Aids. Th- okay, I'm Let's glad you that. said something. Thank you. Let's talk. I was just about to say that. Let's talk about I'm so glad we didn't get out of here what and kind of not Kool-Aid talk about was that. It? Red. Red Kool-Aid. Red 5 Red was in there. Kool-Aid. Not punch. Not punch. <laughs> not red. They took Red. two of them packets and did one of these and just... And it's just, in like a big juice cooler. Oh, it's not like y'all, let me tell you. When I tell you perfection, mm. this is one of... Two places that I know of down on this strip mm-hmm. that you can get Kool-Aid. The other one is Soul right. Shack. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So when I tell you this was scientifically, Virtue needs to make like an upscale. No, Kool-Aid. no, Virtue. Ooh, no, they, we don't need no Kool-Aid. Yeah, not in Virtue. Now let's <laughs> let's <laughs> we let's let they good. Let Virtue be Virtue. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. You know what I mean? Fair, we got fair. enough ratchets in, out yeah. here. You know what I mean? Like, just, but when you had, I was like, take a picture of the Kool-Aid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had to, had to. I order Kool-Aid everywhere. If it's Kool-Aid on the menu. I don't care about your Sprite. I don't care about your... That sparked a whole conversation, (laughs) right? Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. Because, like, here, you can't get... If you go to a place with Kool-Aid, you know the food is automatically good. Do they even sell Kool-Aid still? They still sell Kool-Aid? In the store? Yeah, they do. I know we get... I'm grown now, so I I get the little squeeze juice. So, just so he doesn't... Because he's trying to cut back on, like, soda and sugary drinks. So, we get these, like, the squeezy flavor bottles that you can, like... Like, orange crush. Orange and purple. But you just squeeze a little bit of the flavor into your water yeah. instead of she and like, it has no sugar she in like it. what it's a grown man so cause he gets bored of just drinking water look I'm trying 
baby steps. No more pop. Baby steps. <laughs> baby steps. No more pop. <laughs> no okay. more pop. So this is me. I wean me off in a couple no years. No more pop. Let's just go with the red number five. You red, red number, number five, five y'all. You can get it down right here. Master of two evils. <laughs> Maybe? I don't know. Maybe? I'm I don't know. It depends on the sugar, AJ. <laughs> 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 no, I don't know. <laughs> Damn. No more red fives. Right, yeah. <laughs> but no, no. But it was cool that you got the, yeah, the red Kool-Aid. I had to. I wonder if Obama got red Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. What can I say? We all did. We all did. You know I mean? like, you know, we was drinking water, and back in then we had Tang. Oh, uh, I love Tang. Water. Tang is my... Tang was my... Tang was nasty, but oh, it was no, good. It was, it, was like, it was like sour. Yeah. Tang, if you're out there, I hope you're not around. When I was when I was like a really <laughs> young child, I used to hide in the pantry, yeah. and I would eat Tang and Nesquik with a spoon. What? Literally. Ew. Yeah. Tang and I don't, I don't do that anymore. But no, no, not together. Oh, oh, I was like, she just get a spoon in yeah. it. Yeah, and I, I would just. She eat was it just with doing this, just all right. Here we go. No, not like because that. the Nesquik had the little tin can. Yeah, you Nesquik with, with the little peel top. With the little top. Yeah, yeah, right. little peel top. Yeah, yeah. Nesquik is uh, a Nesquik slap. Powder Nesquik is fire. That NASA shit, I, I mess with. It. <laughs> <laughs> that NASA. That, that's that, what is they, what they, that is what they eat look, on the moon. We grew up. We grew up on Nesquik, spam, tang, right? Uh, spam, spam, lemonade, lemonade. That, that, uh, it, country, time. It, country time, What's country time, oh, crystal light. Is it the lemonade <laughs> no, that comes like frozen? <laughs> my, my, crystal light. Isn't Auntie really Barbara loved crystal light. She loved crystal light. Auntie Barbara. Like, Auntie Barbara loved it. Wow. Your shit going. It's over. There you it's go. Over. I'm out of this episode. <laughs> I was gonna say crystal light is like your Kool-Aid drops. Yeah, but that was you right. It was nasty. Crystal light was too it was light. Gross, yeah. It was too light. Uh, well, this took a turn. All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> Come on to High Park, y'all. That's there's how we do. so much. Uh, I feel like there's so much to see, so much to do in this neighborhood. It is even if you just want to walk up and down the streets, go to the parks, get some food, go to the beach. There's just so much. It's like one of my favorite neighborhoods. This could not be a more perfect day. Um, to be yeah, honest. it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It's, it to me like. It is, and I like the traffic in the background. If you can hear I, the traffic right here, I love Chicago vibes. Yes, mm-hmm. this feels like a Chicago vibe. I Quintessential love, Chicago vibes out yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like we're right here. Actually, inside the building that we're uh, in front of, there's so much going on. Um, I just uh, worked with uh, Dion, Dion Dawson, uh, yeah. who's uh, Inglewood's son. Okay. Uh, worked with him. We filmed something with the students in here that are from the oh, uh, Obama Obama Foundation, Obama Foundation nice. Job Corps. So. Uh, really cool. That's right here in this building. So, you know, we talked wow. about Obama. There's so much history here. And, of course, you know, we said it last time, but the uh, in Jackson, uh, Jackson Park is where the Obama Foundation mm-hmm. Presidential Library is going to be. So uh, All we need is a car to pull up playing some house music. Yeah, yeah, we came close. <laughs> if we did that, that'd be a perfect ending. That'd be perfect. But, uh, you know. Wendy, thank you so much for, you. for doing thank this part. Thank you for having it's, me. This was fun. Yeah, it, it, it really was so was. great to hear about it. Actually, see you again. This is our, what, yeah. third time, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. talking. So it's really dope to kind of do it. We got many more times coming. Absolutely. For sure. You're going to get your plaque. We ain't going to be here. We ain't going to tell people. Right. We'll, yeah. we'll come back and see it when it's <laughs> We're going to come back and see it. You get to see it, man. And, and we have, and plenty of more things to come. Absolutely, because that house is a whole world. Yep. Yes, yeah. And so, as we unveil the whole world that is that house, you guys will be right there. Let's We're get so it. Excited. I want to sign a copy of the of uh, the movie. I want that. <laughs> right. I, yes, I, want, please. I want the movie there. Yes, yes. please. Uh, like now, now I'm done. Now uh, you're done. <laughs> All right. Well, if you like this episode, uh, send it to someone you like. Share with them the history that you learned today. It was. One of my favorite episodes. Yeah. You learned so much. For sure. uh, if you didn't like this episode, try again next week. I don't know. <laughs> try again next try week. Next week. Yeah. <laughs> what she's saying is, we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank y'all, man. Appreciate it. We out.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of 77 Flavors of Chicago. We look forward to having you again next Monday. So make sure you look out for us on any platform where you can listen to a podcast. Make sure you rate, subscribe, and do all the things. And we'll see you next Monday.